Hi guys, I am Kissing and welcome to my podcast. I wanted to start this because I want to spread awareness about bullying and allow the audience to realise it is okay to tell someone. You don't have to hide it inside. This is something I'm really passionate about because I've experienced bullying before and I understand how people might feel. Please remember, I know this is a very sensitive topic. I'm not a professional. I'm only speaking from my personal experience to encourage you that things will get better. I have a guest today. We have our one of our Burnside High School senior deans who does an amazing job making everyone's life at high school safe and happy. Please welcome Mr. Deval. Thank you for being here today. It's an absolute pleasure to be here, Kathleen. Um, I'm very passionate about the, uh, the topic of bullying and um, I personally work um, really, really hard to make sure it's not a major thing at this school. Um, but yeah, really happy to have a chat today. Thank you. Let's have a quick recap on what is bullying. I think when someone bullies you, when they are making fun of you, judging you, laughing at you, being racist, spreading rumours about you which aren't true, excluding someone, calling people rubbish, being mean, many more. Bullying from a poster is when someone says or does something intentionally hurtful and they keep doing it over a period, even when telling them to stop or showing them that you are upset. So, Mr. Vol, can you please define for our listeners what is bullying? Well, it is a really complex thing to try and have to define bullying. Um, I think we all agree that, about that. Um, but the repeated nature of actions is a real key component of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if something happens once and once only, people don't say, oh, I've been bullied. Okay? They were treated badly in one instance. Um, they had a bad experience with somebody else. Yep. But the repeated nature of bullying is really a key. Um, the other thing with bullying is, and all the things you just mentioned, you know, excluding people, laughing at people, being racist, but the real effect of bullying, the real negative effect on people, is when others join in. Yeah. Or when others don't do anything to stop it. Mm-hmm. Okay? Which is as bad as joining in. Yeah. Okay, and a lot of people don't, we, we don't acknowledge that enough. We've all stood on the sidelines and watched people treat others repeatedly uh, badly uh, and not done anything about it, and that's just as bad as joining in. Mm, you're absolutely right. Um, is there anything else you want to add to this question? Um, no, like I said, it's a very broad topic. But the things that you've outlined there, uh, those actions are definitely um, all instances of bullying. Okay. Um, but what I've tried to add to that is that um, it's not, it's the repeated nature of it, and it's also um, the societal um, aspect to it, when others stand by or others join in because it's the easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on to our next first question for today. What are the most common situations in which people tend to bully others? So from my past experience and situations that I've dealt with and gathered some information from students at school, people tend to bully others for many different reasons. For example, someone who has a disability, gender, being discriminatory, general appearance, how tall or short that might be, ethnicity, size, if someone is wealthy or poor, someone who is different or unique, cyberbullying and many more. So, do you, what is what are the most common reasons that you think, like, are the most common reasons which people tend to bully others? Okay, um, 
I think there are a couple of key uh, reasons that bullying happens. Well, the, one of the most common things is bullying within a friend group. You might have a group of 10 friends, and within that group, there is a hierarchy. And some of those people at the top often treat the people at the bottom quite poorly. So that's bullying within a friend group. Another type of bullying is when you bully people that you don't know that well. Okay, the person who walks past your friend group regularly, you don't know them, you might not even know their name, but you repeatedly have a go at that person for some of those things that you mentioned. Mm -hmm. It might be their, um, their appearance or their ethnicity um, or a way that they have of walking. Um, so you can see those two different types of bullying um, are quite different. Okay? Bullying people you do know who are close to you um, and keeping them down within your social group and yep. then bullying people um, repeatedly that you don't know. And you don't see the effect of that because you don't see them walking around the corner and you don't see the tears in their eyes. Mm -hmm. But you do see the, the effect of bullying when it's within your own friend group. Yeah. So it's important that we acknowledge that those two things happen. And um, it's not just at school. Mm -hmm. So the exact same thing happens in workplaces with adults. You'll see there's a clique of people who um, are the popular ones in a workplace and they will sit around and there is a hierarchy within that. And then if somebody new comes and joins an organisation, they may be the victim of bullying from that group. Yeah. Or from an individual in that group and then the others don't do anything to stop it. Like, even though adults tend to tell us, like, treat people, like, the way you want to be treated and they, like, tell an adult that you trust, but why doesn't, like, people accept that and, and tell an adult when they are bullied and or, or even, like... Or even they like not bully others. One of the reasons um, that people don't come forward is because they don't think it'll make a difference. Um, and to be brutally honest, um, sometimes there's not much we can do as deans to stop certain instances of bullying. Mm -hmm. um, the the really difficult cases are those ones when it's within a friend group. Mm -hmm. um, and even if somebody does come to us and says, I'm being bullied by someone in my friend group, it's really difficult for us to reach a conclusion where we have a positive outcome there, okay? Because people um, will quickly shun that person from that group if they're trying to get someone else in trouble, okay? Quite rightly trying to get them in trouble if they feel like they're a victim. Um, so those are really, really difficult situations and people um, don't see adults as the solution. What we've tried to do, um, especially this year, is, is explore this idea of having peer mediation. Um, and it's an idea I'm quite passionate about. It's mm -hmm. a really difficult thing to get off the ground, but um, that's something which I think can be a lot more effective um, and something I'd really like to roll out at school in the future. Yeah. The anti-bullying group is very a good place, you know, to have a talk to, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on to our next question. What can you do if someone is being bullied? I think the main thing people should do when being bullied is always talk to teachers or your friends that will give you good advice on what to do to help you feel better about yourself. I know talking isn't going to be easy, but it's hard to talk about this, but when students need to know that bullying isn't acceptable and adults need to deal with it right away before it's too late. 
it's better to talk to a professional rather than hiding it yourself. What do you think, Mr. DeVal? Yeah, I think talking about your experiences is always really, really important. Um, whether it's bullying or whether it's some other aspect of your, your mental health, talking to other people is really, really important. Um, I, I think we have to admit that we're never, we're never going to stop bullying. Mm. Okay, I think yep. that's something within our anti-bullying group that we've changed over the last couple of years, is looking at bullying and saying, um, at some point we have to make sure that we're building resilience in our population. Um, and we're teaching people to look for um, their own solutions to um, instances of bullying. Um, getting really rid of bullying altogether is really difficult. Um, if people are being bullied, um, one thing we need to um, teach people is to be independent. Mm -hmm. um, and if you're in a friend group, like the, the, the first kind of bullying I talked about today, which is within that friend group, having the courage to actually leave that friend group if it's not healthy. Yeah. Okay? Mm -hmm. Rather than going, oh, I need to stop this bullying within my friend group, actually saying this is not a safe place for me. Okay? This is not a fun place to be anymore. I'm out. I'm yeah. going to go and find some other friends. Yeah. I'm going to go and find some people I like hanging Yeah, that's, that's a good idea. Yeah. And from a deaning perspective, I wish more people would actually have the courage to do that. Um, and that's something we need to communicate with students, I think. Yeah. So our last question for today is what advice would you give to students who are the victims of bullying at school? Um, definitely look for those opportunities to seek out better quality people to, to be around. Mm -hmm. Okay? Because yep. a huge amount of the bullying we see is within those friend groups that people choose to hang out with. If you are the victim of bullying from someone who is outside your friend group, someone you don't know, um, you know, people will describe um, someone as being an enemy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, you've yeah. got a nemesis at school, and every day you show up and you dread seeing them around in, play in the playground. Um, no, letting that person know how their behaviour is affecting you is really powerful. Yeah. And that's when peer mediation can be really effective. Mm -hmm. Okay, sitting someone down and saying, actually, um, this is really affecting me and it's, it's you that's doing it, can have a really powerful effect on a bully. Because often bullies, bullies in that situation, who are bullying people they don't know, are often what we call projecting. Mm -hmm. okay? They see inadequacies in themselves, okay? in their own lives. They might be having trouble at home. They may get treated really poorly by their parents or yeah. by a parent. And they deal with that by actually treating others poorly. Mm -hmm. And that can be quite affecting for them when they realise that they are having the same effect on another person as their parents might be having on them. Okay, or yeah. their big brother might be having like, on them. Like, that, that makes sense, yeah. you know. But I know bullying's still not okay. Yeah, so, yeah. so yeah, having, having the courage to leave those friend groups, but also having the courage to stand up to a bully and say, mm -hmm. listen, you know, I'm not saying fight back, I'm not saying go and throw punches, I'm saying having the courage to stand there and saying, actually, I'm really not enjoying this interaction. Yeah. Okay? And this has got to stop because it's making me feel like that. And being really clear in your communication about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. So now for some personal experience who has suffered from bullying, I would like to share one of my personal bullying experiences that I've had encountered at high school. A boy was discriminating and being racist to my culture. 
When I was at year 10 in PE, I was wearing a yellow bib playing ball, and he was a referee. It was Bib's turn first to have the ball, so he took the ball away from me and gave the ball to his friends, who were also in the Bib's team. My friend said, hey, Kazinga's in the bib scene. He replied, oh, I didn't see her yellow bib because it matches her skin colour. After hearing that, I was in shock because even though I have a different skin colour, I'm still a New Zealander. A few days passed, the bullying got very bad and got every worse every day because I didn't tell anyone, but my friends knew I was suffering, so they decided to tell the counsellors. After talking to them, I felt much better and he got punished for his bad behaviour. I think that by telling someone who you trust helps people to feel more safe and secure. From this, I learned that it's okay to seek help and bullying must be stopped right away. So, Mr Deval, would you be able to tell our viewers how you experienced bullying before? Yeah, a couple of things. Um, I, when I was very young, I would have been about nine, um, I remember I was in a rugby team and there was one boy who was particularly nasty towards me and he would trip me up, he would chase me, um, push me every opportunity he got. Um, and it's one of the most important memories of my life was when another, another member of that rugby team stood up for me. Um, he actually went and pushed the other boy and said, leave him alone. And he did leave me alone after that. Because there was that hierarchy, and the boy who said, leave him alone, he was right up the top. And he had the courage to look at that situation, see what was going wrong, and to actually say to that boy, stop it. Yeah. And that's a really rare thing, but I was really lucky for that to happen. Mm-hmm. And um, the boy who said, stop it, he ended up being an all black. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I always think that it's maybe one of the reasons he became an all black is because he's got... He had that personality who, who did the right thing in the right situations, even when he was nine. You know, I've That's incredible. Yeah, really interesting. Yeah. And um, I suppose it, I do have vivid memories of, especially in my younger years at high school, so around 13, 14, when um, as a class we pretty ruthlessly bullied um, one or two other boys in that class. And I always, always, always regretted that. Um, it was, it was not just not doing anything, but also actively engaged in, in bullying yeah. another student. Yeah. And it was that real pack mentality where you just went along with it because there was no other option. Okay. Or you felt that there was no other option. And I've always felt bad that I never did the right thing in that situation. Mm-hmm. So even though I knew what was the right thing to do and what was the wrong thing, I went along with the wrong thing because it was the easier thing to do. And you know, I r- really think that we made a couple of boys in that class, we, we made their lives really, really difficult. And I've always regretted that. Yeah. So that just shows that, you know, even as a teacher, I've got huge regrets about the way that I've treated people in the past. Um, and I, I would like to think that I've made up for it um, by, by trying to do the right thing as much as possible throughout the rest of my life. And I certainly um, didn't, I certainly changed my behaviour at high school. Um, I'm happy to say that I don't think I was a bully uh, at all for the years 11, 12, 13. Um, I think I was quite a good good role model. That's good. Yeah. But I've always felt bad about that, and I think everyone's probably got a story like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Okay, so thank you, Mr. Roll, for joining us today. Absolute pleasure, Kathleen. We'll see you next time. Cheers. Bye. Bye.